0: Onus Playhouse presents Serene Dominic Gets Played With your hosts Serene Dominic and Steve Aceta. Hey this is Serene Dominic uh, bringing you part two of our overview of Winter Trans Party The sake is flowing nicely, we're eating very loud uh, crunchy potato chips and um, getting into a very morbid conversation we see a lot of dead people in this conversation and uh, at one point Steve makes some announcement like Dr. Dre's dead and I, I go into shock it's like, what? Dr. Dre's dead um, I don't know I guess he didn't read, read carefully Dr. Dre had a, a, I think a brain aneurysm but he didn't die yeah, you know, I would have thought, I would have heard something, so, in the middle of this podcast, uh, Steve will announce, uh, the premature death of Dr. Dre, <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, the double death of, um, Tanya Roberts, that's where we start our
1: conversation,
0: um, because, uh, she was pronounced dead, and then we found out she wasn't dead, but then she died, so, Anyhow, without further ado, let's go to part two of our overview of Winter Trance Party. Yeah. Did you hear about this thing with Tanya Roberts that she was pronounced dead? Uh like her publicist went and said that she was dead.
1: Because her because her boyfriend said that, that or, he had said goodbye to her for the last time. Yeah. But she was still alive, but she died the next day. She did? Yeah. Oh, she just dead now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She was dead. She died. He just said that I saw her for the last time. Oh, it's And just... the guy said, yeah, I saw her for the last time because her boyfriend said he saw her for the last time. The publicist took that as to say that she was already dead, but he just meant he saw her for the last time. You know, he wasn't there when she took her last breath, but he visited her, and he, and I guess they maybe pulled her off. for us. Resp- I don't know. But, but anyway, the publicist jumped the gun. But then the next day she died, so. Oh okay. So yeah, she after
0: a, a series of erroneous announcements
1: from her publicist and partner, <laughs> right? Which is bizarre. Well, the partner didn't have any erroneous pronouncement, but the but the publicist was. You know what
0: that reminds me of? Like, uh, do you lots, know that speaking of any- speaking of like plane crashes? Remember that song by the Everly Brothers, "Ebony Eyes"? No. Okay, it's a song where. Uh, on a weekend pass, you know, like these, they're in the army, and they're saying how uh, like, oh, they they got a we, uh, weekend. Uh, one one of them, Don, say he's the one that's the the singing the lead on the song, is uh is gonna marry his his his, his fiance, right? And uh, and um, you know, and uh, the plane is late getting there, right? And. uh you know, and the chaplain says, "Well, there's a little bit of turbulence." You know, I mean, these things happen. Maybe she's that's why they're running late. And then um, somebody makes an announcement and says, "Well, the well, you know the plane crashed." No, they just say, "Will you please report to the cha- uh, to the you know the chaplain's office or, or something like that?" So she commits suicide. Like but the guy singing the song, and- Don Everly, singing the, the, in the song, just um, immediately just like, "Okay, she's dead." Exactly. <laughs> he's not even. He's not. It's not like, "Oh, well, maybe they're." That they had to be turned around, you know, and that's why you know we please report to the you know the, the captain's office or something.
1: Well, it's like Romeo and Juliet.
0: Yeah, but it's like she's you know there's still a chance that there's that that you know, but he's like okay, she's dead. That's it. I've got to get on with my life. You know, <laughs> really? Well, I mean, he's just like you know. I, and then what happens? Well,
1: How's he looks result? to
0: the skies for his sweet ebony eyes, but it's just like he's already has her paid for dead, like, when but I get But she's not end. dead? Well, he doesn't know that when he, he, he just makes that, that, and he walks away?
1: Well, he just kind of just, he makes that inference and he, he walks away? He just makes away. that inference that, that she's song? not,
0: yeah, well, he just like, you know, just Im- immediately assumes she's dead. It doesn't say like he went to the chaplains and they told him, you know.
1: But wait a minute, it ends on the fuck guy just walking away because he really wasn't into her anymore? In no, 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 no.
0: No, uh, maybe I'm. I'm a, he he's told to report to the cap, uh, chaplain's office or something. So
1: he assumes the worst. He just
0: assumes the worst, and that's the the song is like when I get to heaven, and you know, you know. And
1: then he finds out at the last minute. That well, it
0: doesn't. Say, we don't know. We don't know. That's
1: it, though.
0: But there's some chance there could be some. Ch- we don't know what 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 they say. They say you know, then. There's no confirmation in the song that...
1: So he just assumes that she's fucking dead. Because yeah. He, because he was trying to get out of it in the first place? No, no,
0: he wasn't trying to get out of it. He wanted to marry her.
1: Well, then he would hold out hope that she was still alive.
0: Yeah, but in the song, you don't get that satisfaction. He just, like, immediately...
1: Well, no, you don't, because he immediately assumes, assumes she's, she's dead. Assumes she's dead. And then he checks out.
0: And then he's just like, you know, I'll, when I get to heaven, I'll see my pretty ebony eyes. And that's again. the end of it. And that's the end of the song. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so that's kind of what I heard this news story about Tanya Roberts being, you know, he's like, he just automatically assumes she's dead, you know, she could have been.
1: Well, maybe he wanted to get, you know, he wanted to get his name in the, in his maybe. publicist wanted to get his name in. I mean, I it's not like he, she's kept him busy for the past few years. That's true.
0: <laughs> well, she, she left that 70s show because her husband was gone. So,
1: well, I'm not saying that you know, there's so, nothing I mean, wrong with that, but, 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 yeah, but you know. The
0: she, show would have gotten canceled anyway. She, right. She would probably be doing as much as everybody else on that show. Um. Anyway, what's the next song on here? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: just Like Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Uh, so. Don't Lose That Rock Child. Okay.
0: Okay. This is just a, a big, upbeat song. Um Cause let's face it, there's a lot of downers on this record. Um,
2: although I, you know, I'm actually listening
0: to it. It's just, just you know,
1: frostbite.
0: Just yes, yeah, just you just I'm just chilling with just chilling chillin to the frosty sounds of this record. Um, but uh, this one is a uh, kind of just like a duoppy song. Dude, dude, Yeah, I don't have I don't have very a lot of memory. <laughs> that song. It's just a just a happy noise, I guess. That's about it, you know. So it's just it's just a happy noisy song uh, with a couple of frosty sounds. Who did the Watusi? Uh the the Wawatusi? Yes. Uh the uh Dovells.
1: It sounded like the girls from the Dovells there. Oh uh, no! Actually,
0: correct, right? Error, wrong vocal group uh, that was actually sampled off of the Raindrops. Oh, it was a record by the Raindrops that had Ellie Greenwich and uh, Jeff Barry. They had some doo wop song. Anyway, that's that's there's not too much else to say, but that's a fun song. That 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 sounds more like an opening song than than the. You know, so I put put that opening of the figurative side too. Uh, next we have.
1: Suspend your disbelief. Suspend
0: your disbelief. Okay, now remember this is written for the RPM challenge, right? So I had a leftover song from uh, from the uh, uh, two RPM challenges ago that where I was doing the Vertigo musical. Yes. So this song was supposed to be in that, and I I just revamped it for this. Uh huh. Oh, can I get some more sake. Yeah, it'll
1: boil over. Uh, that's how Nino wrote to Lossy the Oscar for um, The Godfather. Oh, could he
0: plagiarized
1: it. No, he didn't plagiarize anything, but he had used a theme um, pre- that he he used the theme that he used in a Fellini movie. Um, I, I actually, a Fellini movie, uh, Fellini Casanova, uh-huh. and they, they said, oh, uh, they found this one theme, and, and they said, oh, um, you know, it's not original music. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you got
0: disqualified. Wow. You don't get anything from winning the RPM. <laughs> you don't get to win the <laughs> no. RPM Challenge. You just get bragging rights. So, um. Well.
1: Oh. Plus, I did the work. You got I, a participation trophy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I gotta show you. I gotta show you. I have a um, my um grade school, gym shorts. <laughs> from Saint Teresa Catholic Hell, and um, my gym shorts. Uh, you know, we had to do all these like gym, you know, gymnastics at the end of at the end of the term. It was like you know the the rites of passage for gym class. And I got, I have a patch on my shorts that says standard, (laughs) standard Standard participation. (laughs) I mean, it's just like everybody gets a Everybody's a winner. This one just says you are, you are standard. It doesn't say substandard, but it doesn't say exceptional or, uh, or, um, Performs well beyond expectations. Adequate. Adequate. Yeah, it's like you got a patch that says adequate. It's a participation trophy. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, but but uh, no, but this song was 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 not completed uh, here. But it also was. It wasn't uh, sake and tangerines and potato chips. That's a
1: odd. No, it sound, that sounds Try very effective. traditional. It, it sounds like it sounds like a very Japanese kind of thing.
0: Oh yeah. Well, okay. So I did th- the bulk <laughs> of the work finishing the song,
1: but I I tried singing it
0: like Buddy Holly, and you know, to make it a Buddy Holly song. So I took a song that I had already written for Unnatural Blonde that didn't 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 use, and um, I tried singing it like Buddy Holly, and that's probably why I don't really like this recording too. You
1: know. We'll hear it anyway. Let's hear it anyway. <laughs>
2: Yeah of just hanging here, hanging on for delight, wish that I was over there sitting in an easy chair, watching some fool over here. It's
0: So that's like the second or third song that ends with the backward symbols. <laughs> that's like a good way to end songs. Once you It's like somebody's shushing you.
1: Once you dis- once you've discovered the backward symbols, you just don't want to you want to use them in everything. Yeah, you do want to use them in everything.
0: <laughs> well, that's one thing that the Beatles was that they would use it for everything and then they would never go back to something. Even if it's something that worked really well, they hardly ever would ever go back. Like like think about a when they did a Hard Day's Night, you know George had the that Rick and Maca twelve string. I mean, by the time you get to um, Help, it's it's pretty much gone. You know, you don't. It's not part of their sound at all.
1: Yeah. Well, they they, they were smart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah.
1: No flies on them.
0: No flies on them. So uh, yeah. Okay. So the. Um, What's next? Uh, Cold Day in December. My attempt at doing a, a soul song for this for, for the, the picture uh, when you come 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 to the uh, ski. Do you remember the? Do you ever see the, of uh, uh, the uh, American uh, International movie Ski yes, Party? I did <laughs>
1: <laughs> with
0: James huh? Brown. James, yeah, like, uh, it's with Dwayne, it, it, it's weird, Frankie Avalon, I don't think is in it, but Annette Finichello's in Don't the in
1: famous it. flames come in on skis? Yeah, very they,
0: on they come in on skis, yeah, that's right. And, uh, and, uh, and, um, like, skinny lesson.
1: nine feet tall guys, like, me, you know, like, you know. yeah, they just come in, and I think it Papa's got a brand new bag, or something, I don't know. Um,
0: so, so this is my, my attempt to, to, to bring some soul into the, into the ski chalet, uh, cold day in December. Oh, you know what I like about this song. You know Andrew really likes the song, Andrew Jemsek. And you know what he likes about it is the fact that the guy. It, it's lyrically, it's based around somebody getting all these famous sayings wrong, like you know, like once, Norm Crosby. Yeah, kind like of like Norm Crosby. We lost
1: Norm Crosby in twenty twenty. Yeah, we did. Yeah,
0: it was. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of one a, yeah, a, a Crosbyism like yeah, it was a. <laughs> I was
1: for, for something for catastrophe, but no, no,
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of a number. Norm- <laughs> what better? What he died and took the recipe for Norm <laughs> Um No, but this is what he's this things like expressions like "once bitten, by back," and uh, yes. Um, Revenge is a dish best left alone. Uh, wait, what's one of the other ones? Uh, um, uh, some time. say love is a translucent thing. That's not even. That doesn't even fit. That's not a even. A stitch in time. Um. Oh. Uh, uh, uh. Wait. What's What's good for the gander is messing up the geese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just but but it, but it's like you know like when a soul guy sings with such a clarity that you just buy into it you know uh, like revenge sure yeah he's, of course
1: revenge he's best left if, alone even if he's obviously never been on skis yeah. before yeah
0: yeah he's just saying it'll be a cold day in December before before he uh...
1: are you a Tangerine fan? I am a Tangerine fan not a Tangerine Dream fan <laughs> I, I, they're probably not so bad. They're, not, they're all right, I <laughs> guess. It's uh, not my cup of tea. No, no. not my cup of sake.
0: <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I guess that's about it. Uh, this was also it was the horn chart is sampled off some forgotten R and B record. I used to be on these like websites that they used to just play like forgotten soul and you know, and I would I would listen to it just for the for the chance of hearing a cool sample. Possibility.
1: Apparently Dr. Dre died. What? Dr. Dre died, I think. When? Like yesterday or today. I didn't hear that. I did. Are you sure it's Dr. Dre? What's that? Are you sure it's Dr. Dre? Now? Yeah. Not Dr. Uh, no no. Octopus? No. <laughs>
0: If you go for a whole album of, like, f- f- things that are sounding cold and frosty, wind chimes is another thing. Oh, uh, kind
1: of, I don't know. Kind of. The window, wind chimes doesn't know, if, if you're from the northeast, it doesn't always conjure up warmth. It's not like body heat. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I mean. It's 20 below, you can still hear those wind chimes. <laughs> when,
0: when everything else around is cold, you know, the wind chimes will sound cold. Also, I said, whatever well, everything!" Ah, I'm <laughs> I I got them hot from a hole and the soul from a shack. Um, uh, yeah, uh, that's interesting. Good track kind of just lumbers along. I I I did the drum track on this, so it's kind of a little shaky. Not it's. I tried programming a drum beat, so I'm just kind of just pressing a button. It kind of just plods a little. Um, next song we have is Oh, I Rebelled Last <laughs> Night. Now, do you know about Joe Meek?
1: You ever told me about Joe I Meek, I told today?
0: you about Joe Meek, and I, uh, we got we got to watch the the doc the documentary on do. him because yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. But the thing with Joe Meek was he was obsessed with Buddy Holly, um, while he was still alive.
1: Well, who was still alive, Joe Meek or Buddy Holly? Both,
0: <laughs> both of them were still alive, but
1: while Buddy Holly was still alive. He
0: and his and his uh, songwriting partner would take out the Ouija board and try to predict what, 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 like Buddy Holly's next song was gonna be, or what, what, you know, uh, you know, and then they would write songs that way, you know. So they're always concentrating on 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 Buddy Holly when they would do the Ouija board
1: while he was alive. While he was alive,
0: okay now. I don't know how true this story is but this is an awesome story if it is is true I've been told it for a couple of people A uh, buddy holly was coming to uh England to tour right yeah so did he ever make it yeah 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 oh no uh, this was like fifty seven uh, oh look yeah no nineteen fifty eight he uh he's gonna tour and uh and they did a Ouija board and uh and uh I don't know. Somehow they arrived at this thing that Buddy Holly was going to die in a plane crash, and uh, oh, they kept trying to tell him. Well, they did the whole Ouija board thing, and and, and it was and it, and they got the the date. It was February third, right? Yeah. But you know, so they were worried because they thought he wasn't going to make it for the British tour. So when so supposedly when Buddy Holly got to England. He meets Joe, like Joe Meek, you know, goes to the show and everything, and says he was so grateful because they did a, you know, and he tells him he, he was going to die on February third. Yeah. yeah, and he, and he tells he died him
1: died on February third.
0: But the the next year, right? But yeah. But who know? you know, like, Buddy Hall like, you know, oh, this, this crazy guy or whatever.
1: I wonder if he thought about it when the plane was going down. That's what I'm thinking of. The last second of life, <laughs> was like that fucking lunatic. Well, that fucking was right.
0: <laughs> that fucking lunatic was right. But Joe Meek, his records have a very macabre quality to them. They're all, they're, he, he has a whole stable of art, recording artists who are like carbon copies of established artists. Like he has a guy, Mike Berry. Who's his buddy Holly? Okay, then he's got a, uh, um, you know, uh, Hines. Who, that's his uh, Eddie Cochran pastiche. You know, he's got somebody that does all. He's got Houston Wells. And this
1: was all during the period. Of, they were contemporaneous.
0: Yeah. So I mean, well, he didn't have. He didn't. He wasn't a, a, a successful producer in England. I mean, he engineered a bunch of stuff. He was uh, in the fifties, but. In the 60s, he, I mean, he did Telstar, he did the Honeycombs, Have I the Right. He built all these kind of weird compressors Right, and but when
1: you were talking about, he had this guy that was like the Japanese Miles Davis and
0: Oh, yeah, that was all in the early 60s. Six- all
1: contemporaneous with the actual people that were... No, it was good. in the
0: early 60s, but but they were, since so they were he's, British... His, 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 Brit- when they were br- he's British, it's kind of like what the Beatles did was they were bringing back American rock, you know. yeah. He was, like, uh-huh. pining for that the early rock.
1: I see, sounds. so he had throwback kind of Yeah,
0: like, he had people that were, like, Ersatz, Everly Brothers, and stuff. And, and, but <laughs> he had all these, uh... The Beverly Brothers? The, the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't know. He uh, does have Houston Wells, who's kind of like a, you know... Orson... Uh, a, <laughs> yeah, Orson no, <laughs> not Orson Wells. I mean, like, Roy Orbison, I was meant to say. Um, okay, so... Uh, so this song is kind of a, like, he has all these weird compressors and and, and things are speed, sped up. Like, you know, hard on the Honeycombs record, everything is speeded up. Yes. And, and and there's like sopranos and sing woo in the background. and they, they, you know. He was a big inspiration for this record because I was a really big Joe Meek fan. And the, his morbid fascination with Buddy Holly kind of fueled my morbid fascination.
1: So wait a minute. It wasn't only, that was that was we were talking about that phenomenon that was on all the Johnny that was on all the Johnny Mathis records they had that soprano that was Yeah like,
0: yeah I sampled the soprano from a Johnny Mathis record <laughs> so she's on this she's on this track It makes it extra eerie and this is a song called I rebelled last night uh where I you know I get to I remember I remember this song I was I was I was in the middle of a breakup and this was like um I'm always in the middle of a breakup with these rpm challenge records uh but, but this one was like after a particular argument where i was just like really mad and uh, and uh i wrote this song because i rebelled against her <laughs> <laughs>
1: so there and went against
0: i i went on a little bender that didn't coincide with her gender i think that's the words of <laughs> the song or something um yeah But I was just making my way into this. And I remember really being angry and freezing in the house at 55 degrees. I don't think my house has ever gotten as cold as it was that winter. For some reason, it was phenomenally cold in my house. That it's my like this year, my house hasn't gone down to 55 degrees.
1: Why? I don't know. I
0: don't know. Maybe because I exude such warmth, warmth. that the, the thermostat picks up on it
1: it's the kids hormones well I had a kid <laughs> at
0: that time too oh, oh it's hormones
2: huh? <laughs> you shouldn't try to keep me warm instead of pushing for reform but I I rebelled last night I wasn't having any Oh, would you try I rebelled last night When you tried to take my mind Did you expect that I'd respond in kind Well, I I rebelled last night I wasn't gonna cow cow. Didn't feel right. I rebelled last night. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Well, I went on a little bender. I didn't feel. What you tried For oh, oh. Last night <laughs> <laughs> yeah. left, uh, left, right.
0: You know what? You know that sound effect. this? that was me rubbing a microphone on my jeans. <laughs> rubbing a microphone on my jeans with a lot of reverb. No, and it sounded like a frosty, frosty night out. Oh, yeah. So I was trying to sing like a 50s guy. So which is like what all the Johnny Stable of artists try to do. Do, and has the stupidest lyric of any song I've ever written. Too many chefs will make me stew. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> too many chefs will make me stew <laughs> that's so stupid <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, okay now we come to the
1: the PS the resistance um, not, uh, the penultimate track there you go I was going to say penultimate track yes
0: um, uh, take it a little hard and go s- this is uh, kind of like a Roy Orbison song um, but it's like you know when you take a, a recording and you stretch it out over a, a um, um, like you could you could take like a maybe a, a, a I don't know, but say "Be My Baby" and, and make it a day long. You know, you <laughs> like oh, yeah, one of those things. Yeah, yeah, I did that with um, uh, without changing the pitch or any or the notes. No, they they just yeah, I did that with uh, um, um, uh, what record was it?
1: I wish I knew what that was called. I like put it so,
0: over the house. I think it was a, the, the Paris Sisters, I Love How You Love Me, or one of their songs.
1: That was the Paris? I didn't realize that, that. That was the name of that group?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I took one of their records and stretched it to, like, about an hour. <laughs> so, so there's, just there's like, this weird moaning, and I wrote the song around that.
1: You should do a Cordette's one like that.
0: Oh, like, Mr.
1: Oh no! Way slower than that. S- bom, 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 bom. that. One, we, we lost. It. That woman in uh, 2022.
0: Oh, uh, uh, the lead
1: singer of the Cordettes.
0: I thought we lost the lead singer of the M- the McGuire sisters.
1: Maybe. But we just lost that the other day. Patty McGuire. Yeah. it was with Sam Kano with, with Momo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. No mo mo mo.
1: <laughs> no mo. <laughs> no mo. Um, um, wow. Yeah, but, well, um, no, but the woman, the lead singer from the Cordettes.
0: Uh, well, let's hope she didn't go on a go on a tour bus in the winter and, and have to sign autographs as the frostbitten Cordette. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: didn't uh, Roy Orbison make, write a song about her? Claudette, Claudette, Cordette.
0: <laughs> I mean Roy Orbison, man. I mean, there's a guy that seen his wife die in a motorcycle accident, seen his house burn up with his kids in it. I mean, he's, he's suffered quite a deal, quite a bit. You
1: did, yeah.
0: So this song is kind of like a sonic tribute to him, but it goes off into the wrong direction and keeps going. And this was like a song where I was just like. And i was telling you about like my fervent wish to like do it was kind of like the recorded version of the opposite's day where i'm just going to do the exact opposite of my inclination to do something pleasing and and, and likable Bizarro world yeah kind of like i'm like i'm i'm kind of making a record like it's the bizarre a bizarre like <laughs> doing the opposite of everything i would normally do so there's like this one really discordant uh keyboard loop that that i keep bringing in and then it goes into this really weird thing with the uh, the really stretched out Paris Sisters thing. And I was and I, I'm reciting. Close, uh, climb the stairs, shut the door. Um, no one will hear you cry anymore. That was from the most morbid song by the Shangri Las, uh, which was um, 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 dressed in black. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't even a big hit. Uh, It was, and it's really morbid. You know, she she just kind of always sees him, his shadow shadow walk go by the window, but he's he's gone. You know. Um, But anyway, I had the choice of whether I was going to, like, just make it, like, my the idea was to make the end of the song like.
1: What is that sound? (laughs) I think it's a spacecraft. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well okay
0: so the idea was I was going to make the last two minutes like the sonic equivalent of like two minutes of pure hell and I said well I could shorten it but I think I think I kept it in at two minutes just like unbearable <laughs> so let's let's see how you fare oh, oh my god you must
2: here we go take your little heart and go from Round. Ra-
0: So, I mean, it, the whole record's kind of obsessing about a plane crash, so I figured I'd put kind of the sound of a, so, sort of a plane crash at the end of it.
1: So that's two well, that's minutes. That's the smoothest plane crash that I can imagine ever being, and I'll tell you.
0: Well, that's two, two, two minutes and 14 seconds. I mean, that could have worked in a minute, but it's like, if you're going to give somebody pure hell, why not go with the extra mile, <laughs> Like an extra minute, uh, you know, as opposed to... No, well,
1: that wasn't all that grating. Really, I don't know it's, I think it's kind of
0: kind of morbid yeah sounding. but it wasn't well it's not pure hell I mean it's like
1: it wasn't like fingers on a chalkboard no there's, so there's
0: that
2: but, it was, <laughs> it was
0: but like when I was telling you about the app and and the people trapped under like if you fell asleep it would go to that kind of that that, that song and, or just that, that two minute vamp or whatever and just wake you up in a fright well, yeah, let's see. The no. last, the last song is called "Calabash." What did that conjure up?
1: Uh, uh, Jimmy Durante. <laughs> yeah. I
0: don't know. I don't know. Uh, so this this was like a song about like a part like a a party of uh, people. I guess like the Donner Party that were well, traveling also, yeah. during the s- snow. Was it a place? Is Calabash a place?
1: Uh, no but it, it that's also if uh, if they make beer if they ferment beer in africa and other places but primarily africa from my what i know uh, they pre chew plant matter and then spit it into a calabash and then it ferments and then everyone partakes communally of the beverage mm <laughs> so. Wow, okay. That puts another angle on <laughs> the song. not it? <laughs> well, you
0: know, I'm just thinking it was just basically a bunch of people who traveled like the Donna Party and froze to death. That's yeah, but what they did. The
1: but, 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 but Calabash.
0: And just Calabash. was like a place that they were trying to get to and they, they never they
2: never reached. We can
0: Kind of ends things on a question mark, but wait, yeah. there's a hidden track on the CD. I actually put a, a hidden track that's coming up. Yeah, it's called Goodbyes in the Snow. But first it's like
2: 12 seconds of silence. Frozen in amber though We said our goodbyes in the snow And as the evening shade descends We bid farewell to our travels the in the snow Did I ever
0: lend you my Colin Blundstone CD of one year? No. If I still have it I'll lend it to you. But that uh, yeah, was a very wintry album. He Colin Blundstone from the Zombies Yeah, yeah. He uh, did,
1: uh, Wait a minute he wasn't the guy from Supertramp.
0: No. Colin no, Blundstone was, was, was Colin, the lead singer of the Zombies. And uh, he did an album that raw, and Chris White produced from the Zombies like a year or two after they broke up and it was a full of wintry songs with like a string quartet and that's what I was trying to do and I was trying to sing really precious like him and failing but you know that's, that's it what do you think that was uh, a good one you like that it? so kind of chilly uh, it's the uh, sake took the edge off of it, it did. <laughs> uh, It was a good one, yes. But anyway, Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a a testament to how morbid this is. If you take the cover of the CD and you invert it, it has the only color picture of the the Buddy Holly plane crash. I'll show. I'll show you right here. No, not that. Oh. But that's pretty morbid. That's a picture of me posing on the back cover of the CD. It's me posing by the uh, the jukebox uh, where I, I was having a heart... I had my heart attack. Where I, where I was told I was having a heart attack. When I went back to yeah. uh, Donna Jean's libations. Yeah. That's the Donna Jean's libations uh, jukebox. They just
1: said you're having a heart attack?
0: Yeah, that's a whole story in itself. Well, I know.
1: We'll have to get to that. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I mean... I could, uh, when I would, did a show... And then well, I was I was having a drink and I couldn't couldn't relax or anything. And then um, Donna Jean's daughter, who was, well, was nurse, told me I was having a heart attack. And like that's it? where I waited by this jukebox till the paramedics came.
1: Oh, I thought you went out to the street. That's really great that she saved your life. like She that. did, Sam. No. Wow.
0: Yeah, it was great. I sent them a bouquet of life with lifesavers uh, <laughs> attached to it. Okay, so right here. Okay, uh, on, on, um, look, if you're looking at the front cover, though, there's, a, there's a, a purple spot at the top, and there's a blue spot on the bottom, and there's all sort of wintry snow things. But right here, if you inverse that, that's the color picture of the uh, the plane crash. Like, the, the investigators are looking at the plane crash right there. Can't tell because that's a, a negative inver- inverse of it. <sighs> and uh, that woman I got off of a cigarette ad... She just looks really crazed.
1: She yeah, everybody did. Cool they were all face.
0: Just, Yes. <laughs> I uh, did
1: you... As a matter of fact, I saw a picture of Tige.
0: The Buster Brown dog?
1: And it was from whatever period of time it was, like the 20s or 30s, and that dog looked fucking totally insane. It was like... Yeah, really? was like, Well, yeah,
0: they're probably like, you know when you see those paintings of, uh, of Madonna and Child? Yeah. You know... And you look at the... Baby? Yeah, the baby, and he looks like a 56-year-old, pudgy old man. Yes. Should have a cigar in his mouth. Yeah, it's like he's going to look... Yeah, so it's usually probably the artist just putting himself in, you know, (laughs) in the baby Jesus' place. Because it it looks looks like a 56-year-old Yeah, he looks like a 56-year-old man. He looks like a a, a thug. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this album. I hope you enjoyed it. I uh, hope you didn't. You know, someday, someday, we'll get the whole sensory experience with the the children's story and uh, and the and the pictures. Hopefully, but
1: um, we'll figure out what size brewing call this system. <laughs> yeah, what <a> size burly? <laughs> yeah. Hair trans. Hair transplant. Hair,
0: Hair transplant. I can't transpire. Goodbye.
1: Alright, right, cheers. <laughs>